That's right. I don't connect. I deliver. I'm going to kick your ass because I'm the best in the world. My name is Ghost in 360. And this right here, this is Quote the Raven forevermore. Understand, when you step in the ring, your arms are just too short to box with God. So let's talk about it. Let's, let's get it out of the way. What happened last night? Are you ready? What's up, nerds? It's Bruner 1.0 once again here with The Raven, and we're going to talk some WWE TLC. Ben, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm all right. I'm all right. How you doing? Uh, I think we're both tired for whatever reason, being a Monday night, but yeah. uh, we're going to hang in there. <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about, and yeah, because TLC... What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, it was quite, quite the night for SmackDown Live. Uh, did you watch the pre-show? I didn't watch the pre-show. I did not watch the pre-show, no. Right, cool. I uh, I see that American Alpha and the Hype Bros and Apollo Crews beat Kurt Hawkins, the Vaude Villains, and the Ascension, though, so at least there's that. That's, that's already more than I knew. <laughs> that's insane. I, I didn't know they had a six-on-six pre-show match last night. Yeah, I didn't know who was in the match, and I didn't know who won, so nice job. You did your research, and I did not. Yeah. That's right. That's all right. One of us did. We're all right. We all didn't right. miss with that match. Yeah. Yeah. As long as one of us is, has, has their head on straight, we'll be okay. <laughs> uh, so the first match of the night was the Wyatt family, a.k.a. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, taking on the champs, Heath Slater and Rhino. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I did not like this Randy Orton-Wyatt family thing at first. It, it's kind of growing on me. I got to say, I'm starting to like what's going on here. Well, yeah, they've they've made something weird that should have never worked in a million years kind of fit and work the way they're doing it. And I didn't think it was possible. So it's pretty impressive what they've done in the first month and month and a half of the Randy Orton Wyatt family. I have no idea how we got here, but it seems to be working. (laughs) It seems to be working. And now we have new tag team champions. Yeah, that's exciting. It only took Bray Wyatt three years to get a championship in WWE. <laughs> I was going to say, the one guy in that uh, stable that did not have a title was freaking Bray Wyatt. Which is insane to think about some of the matches. Like, like they've never given him a title match or anything of that nature, but to think of like the level of matches he's had in his first three years and he's never held a belt. It's so That's just kind of strange in today's W. Today's... Uh, WWE because it seems like everybody's held a belt, you know? Right. But. I mean, everyone and their brother. Heath Slater's had the tag team champions, like uh, the championships, four times, three times, something like that. Zack Ryder's an intercontinental and U.S. champion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luke Harper is an IC yeah. title champion. That's What's right. going on? So, I uh, yeah, I thought the match was great. I thought the storytelling was pretty cool because 
Uh, I'm sure you noticed, but Luke Harper took the bullet here in this match. Uh, yeah. in, in the previous match, it was Randy Orton taking the bullet. So that's kind of the theme here. Everyone's yeah. taking bullets for Bray Wyatt. And uh, lo and behold, Bray Wyatt distracts Rhino, sets up the RKO, bing, bam, boom, new tag team champions. Yeah, and the thing I liked about it most was is that this Bray Wyatt's creepy spider thing actually mattered in this match. Usually he just does it before he's going to do a move. Today, or last night he was doing it to distract an opponent. So it's like, I don't know, it's... They're clicking. They're I don't know. It's like they've opened up this new window to the Wyatt family that they didn't even know existed. Yeah, exactly. And at the end, uh, Bray Wyatt gave the title to Luke Harper. And then, you know, it looked like there was some uh, dissension between Randy Orton and Luke Harper. And then he hands over the title and they all do their pose. And it was great. So I don't I fear that they're hinting that they're going to break up sooner rather than later. And personally, I'd rather like them to keep this going through WrestleMania. See, I got the feeling from that. I The only feeling I had from that was that they were going to put the Freebird rule into effect by putting the belts on Luke like that. Good call. It, kind of made, it made it seem like they're like, hey, he's a champion too, just like the New Day and Raw. So, I mean, gosh, that would be a fun three-on-three match, wouldn't it? The two champ, Yeah. Exactly. And this would be a different three-on-three between New Day and Wyatts that we saw previously because Randy Orton's in the fold. And, you know, he's always got some crazy spots in his in his head going on. Yeah, and him and Kofi have had some great stuff together. Like, I know it's been a while, but just thinking about, yeah, that's just exciting. Randy Orton's in the tag team division. That's exciting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty stoked to see that uh, the Slater and Rhino stuff was funny at first, and it was cool, but personally, I'm kind of glad to see that it's done. Well, yeah, it was nice. They got their little run, and the crowd is still semi-hot for Heath, but it's like, Okay, this is a show that has American Alpha, who's like buried on the pre-show, that like needs to be up there where they were. You know, I mean, American Alpha needs to put in some matches that matter. It's been long enough. Exactly. So hopefully that's what we see down the line. But uh, great match to start the show. Uh, yeah. After that, we've got Nikki Bella and Carmella. Not technically a no disqualification match, but I don't think anyone told the referee uh, because yeah. he was counting them out. So. Uh, this match, I guess, was probably the worst match of the night for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of fast forwarded through this one to the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say I blame you. It was there was a kendo stick involved, which was awesome. There were some legit shots there, but mm-hmm. uh, the whole fire extinguisher thing. Uh, That's played out to me. I saw that because I watched like the last three minutes of it and the fire. Ex- I don't know. It's whatever to me. Like, the Kindle stick is cool. I was reading up about that. But a fire extinguisher to end it, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a weird thing. And then Carmella cutting a promo at the end saying she's not the one who attacked Nikki Bella. It was Natalia. Okay, great. Shock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does that matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure where that was going at all. So, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> You've always got to have one bad match at a pay-per-view, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, that's all. I, I don't have anything else to say on that one. It was a match. No. It was over. I've got nothing else on that one. Yeah. All, right. all right, great. <laughs> Moving on. Good, good teamwork there. Uh, <laughs> I believe the next one was the Miz and Dolph Ziggler ladder match for the IC yeah. title. Yeah, it was. Yep. Yep. And uh, you know, this one was uh, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, uh, I. Lo- this was a great match. This was great. The the only I guess. 
bad thing I have to say about it was the ending where he just kicks him in the uh, the nether regions twice. <laughs> like, you know, great heel move, but wow, I just I don't know if I'm happy to see that's how it ended or a little bit disappointed. Right. No, I know. I get it. But uh, I don't know. I kind of liked that Maurice didn't interfere at all. Like it was a legit win oh, and yeah. flash for Miz. So he gets to end the end that never ending feud with a clean, clean, what clean in a ladder match win. But uh, no, I really loved it. Like Miz was working on the leg and Dolph was selling the leg the whole match. There were no mess ups with that. It just was a different slow pace yet with high impact spot kind of ladder match. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and the Miz when he was hanging from the the little belt holder thing and fell on his knee. I don't know if that was a legit knee issue or yeah, you know. And, and Miz, yeah. Is, yeah, sorry, Miz is not a guy known for selling. <laughs> yeah, and he sold the hell out of that if he's not really hurt. <laughs> right. So I, I that was a great spot as well. They had you know it was clean. It was a great ladder match, and uh, you know they were kind of pimping it beforehand <laughs> as a throwback. Like they yep. were showing the old Shawn Michaels and Diesel stuff and uh, the old WrestleMania matches and all that stuff. So I guess from that standpoint, I can't be too upset that, you know, they had a great intercontinental ladder match. Yeah, they did. I, that that title matters again, and it's all thanks to those two. So it's exciting to see what The Miz is going to do next with that. I don't really know who's next in line on that show. That was my question for you. Where do you think this goes? Does Baron Corbin potentially get in there? I could see that, but I don't. I don't think him and Miz match up well storyline wise. You know, right? They're both heels. Yeah, like they're both super heels. Like, <laughs> like you know, everyone hates Baron and Baron and uh, Miz is super heel. So it's like I don't really know where they go from there. That's weird. That SmackDown doesn't have as much depth, but they're doing as much as possible with their pieces as they can. Yeah, exactly. They've got you know two or three, four maybe legit superstars that could contend for the. Uh, WWE title, but it seems like every week they've got some great storylines going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with the Intercontinental Belt. I don't know who's next in line. I would. It's going to have to be Baron Corbin or like a Callisto or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying. I'm thinking, going down the roster in my head because they, they just haven't pushed anyone else really for that IC title. I mean, maybe Apollo Cruz. Yeah, I went there too, but like I haven't even seen him on TV in the past month. Exactly. Yeah. Hard. Maybe hard. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see where that, but the Miz still your IC title champion. And as you said, Maurice did not interfere. That's always a good sign when the Miz can actually win on his own. Yeah, absolutely. Fun Uh, match. Yeah. And continuing on that fun match theme, uh, I don't know about you, but I loved Kalisto and Baron Corbin and their chair match. I did too. I really, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I really, truly did, and that's a good sign for both of these characters. <laughs> exactly. I was expecting uh, kind of hot garbage, as the new day yeah. say, and mm-hmm. uh, it was it was phenomenal. I thought Kalisto used the chairs, and as the the announcers kept saying, David versus Goliath, but the yeah. chairs, great equalizer. Yeah, it was. I know it was so. They, they actually got innovative with the chair. That's interesting because these chair matches in the past have always been like big guy and big guy, I feel like, right? So yeah. give Callisto some chairs and he'll show you what to do with them. That was fun. And the finish was great too, and he actually landed on the chairs. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. They had a chair spot and they made it work. I know, right? It's kind of so rare to see that now. <laughs> and there was a lot of great uh, – 
like aerial spots too, which is always, you know, it's always mm-hmm. worrisome that they'll miss those spots. But uh, they did the, oh, what was it? It was like a, a Meteora type of move where Kalisto yeah. jumped off and just slammed him on a whole lined up chair spot. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was. It was a fun match. That was a great mid-card match. And then Baron Corbin afterwards went on Talking Smack. I only got to uh, watch a few of these moments on Talking Smack, but uh, Corbin was like, hey, listen, I think I deserve the main event spot. And, and uh, Daniel Bryan kind of hinted that he might be going towards that route. So I'm yeah. kind of nervous that they're going to push him all the way to the top. I know. I'm not, I don't think he's ready to feud with no. AJ Styles or someone like that, you know, or like Dean Ambrose. Or, like, he's already feuded with Dolph Ziggler, so that's out of the question, I feel like. Yeah, and that was a terrible feud. Oh, my it gosh. It was terrible. Uh, yeah. Never again. No, it's still, the the pain is still too real from that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where Baron Corbin goes from here. I don't know where Kalisto goes from here. Uh, but those two put on one heck of a performance. So I'm looking forward to see where they go for, I guess, the next one would be Royal Rumble. I don't know. Is that, a, is that both brands? Da, 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 da. We don't really know yeah. that, do we? Yeah, yeah. Royal Rumble's got to be both. Yeah, I, f- I have to imagine the big four are the four yeah. crossovers, right? I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so, too. Royal Rumble's got to be both shows. Right. Uh, so far, the only people we know in the Royal Rumble are two Raw guys, so I'm kind of worried. Yeah, Brock and Goldberg. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and we will get to that foreshadowing. We will get to that because you wrote a great article on, uh, on that match, so uh, we'll right. get to that down the line. Uh, last match of the night. There's only six matches. AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The women's match. Oh, I am the worst person of all time. <laughs> oh, you're all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hashtag stupid idiot. There, <laughs> there was another match. And uh, Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch, women's title match. My bad. Worst ever. Uh, this match, <laughs> also pretty good. Uh, it, for me, it was a little confusing because the women didn't seem to know what to do with the table at some spots. I know. Um, I think it was Alexa that like DDT'd Becky on the back side of the table when it was just laying flat in the ring. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Just right. Like, <laughs> I mean, it works, but it, I don't think it's as vicious as you want it to be. No, I don't think so. It was a, that was a, this was a good match. This was good. Bliss is great as a little, little heel. And I don't know. <laughs> I'd never thought in a million years that she was going to beat Becky for the title. Yeah, that one shocked me because when they were setting up in the corner, or not in the corner, sorry, on the on the apron, and yeah. then she had her in the power bomb, I'm like, well, she can get out of this, right? No. Boom. <laughs> there was no, like, huge setup. There was no, like, warning. It was like, boom, she's down. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was kind of, like, shocking. Like, what? So, wow. I don't know where they're going with that. I thought they were going to establish Becky as kind of like the SmackDown Charlotte. Yeah, I, that's where I thought they were going as well. But maybe they're going to set up Becky and Alexa as SmackDown's version of Charlotte and Sasha. I mean, it's a stretch for sure, but maybe that's what they're going for. They're having great promos together. I'll give them that. Those have been interesting. Yeah, Alexa, back in NXT, I did not think she was that great on the mic. No. It, I mean, she was trying to be the bad guy, and it just didn't work. And no. now it's like, whoa, homegirl can cut a promo. Yeah. I was, yep. That sure. was another I one I got to see on Talking Smack. She was uh, crying as she walked onto the stage because she won the title. And her parents yeah. were there, and it was emotional. And then next thing you know, they asked about Becky Lynch, and she is back to just being evil. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, <laughs> I can't wait to see where they go with this one. <laughs> 
No, I know. Yeah, it looks like that one's going to go on for a while. I'd have to imagine, right? Yeah, I mean, who else is going to contend for the title? Yeah. Nikki Bella, maybe? Looks like she's stuck in something with Natalia for some reason. Uh, <laughs> and sadly, I think it's just because of Total Divas. Ugh, gosh. I don't know about you, but I can't stand to watch it. I've never watched one second of it. All right. My respect level for you has gone up like tenfold. I will not watch one second of it. (laughs) (laughs) Good to hear. (laughs) Oh, man. So Becky Lynch, uh, Alexa Bliss, women's title match. Alexa Bliss is your new women's champion, which neither of us really saw coming. No, I didn't think there was a chance of it. It kind of felt like that Sheamus win over Cena like through the table, but it was like a clean power bomb. So it's like, okay, what? Yeah. (laughs) She didn't just step on the table and have it break. So that was, uh, you know, and for the, I think this is the first women's table match we've had in a while or ever. Is it ever? I think ever. I've never a table match. No, I don't think so. I think this is the first one. No, I mean, they did hell in a cell, obviously Charlotte and Sasha and and Charlotte (laughs) couldn't toss Sasha through a table to save her life. Oh, my God, that got awkward at the end of that match. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've read a few places where it's like, that was not supposed to be the ending, but because they couldn't break a table, meh. Chucked her into it ten times. That's almost better than a table spot. <laughs> <laughs> good point, good point. That's pretty brutal. Uh, but, yeah, they, they played it well. They had, some good, uh, they had some good moments where it looked like people were going through the table and then it didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, like you said, yeah. solid match overall. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and now <laughs> we Here have we the last match of the night. My bad. Uh, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, TLC match for the WWE title. And I thought this match was phenomenal. Not to quote AJ Styles there, but. No, it was awesome. It really was. They were, they did a little bit of everything on this match. It was awesome from start to finish. Yeah, they had, they had chair spots. They had table spots. They had ladder spots. Everything you need. Right there. It was awesome. And that 450 splash from the ropes to the table on the outside, that was one of the coolest things I've seen in WWE in a long time. Yeah, I thought Ambrose was going to move. I thought Styles was going to try something else. But no, he did a 450 splash to the outside through a table. That's such a, like, indie spot, you know what I'm saying? And it's in, like, the main event of a WWE like a ring of honor, like TNA, like X division move is in the main event of a WWE pay-per-view. Like that was insane. Like that was nuts. Right. I mean, <laughs> AJ Styles hasn't been in the company a year coming up on a year anniversary since he debuted and he's already doing crazy stuff like that. And he's just not afraid to do it. He's the, he's the best in the world right now. I, I, uh, I'm so glad they put the title on him and didn't hold him back just because he's from TNA because and- he did, and he sold everything. And that's, I love when uh, the superstar, because, you know, AJ Styles is the top in the world, as you said. Ambrose yeah. is great too, but, you know, AJ Styles is on a whole nother planet. And he is selling everything like Dean Ambrose is freaking John Cena. Yeah, absolutely. AJ Styles is on, like, he's up there with, like, Shawn Michaels on selling, you know? Like, he's so, he's such a great seller, and people, I don't think people realize that. They just think of him as a spot guy. Some, like I think that was his, like, uh, to outsiders who never watched his stuff thought he was just a spot guy. But 
I'm so glad he gets to show the WWE that he's like this all around talent that should have been here a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And, and his ability to wrestle with anyone is just so good. Like him and Dean Ambrose are doing legit spots and I don't think they messed up once, you know, no. in a TLC I, match, you got to expect at least one or two mishaps and they just didn't have it. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to see this feud end yet. I'd like to see it go to the rumble. Just and, because, yeah. Could do you think you would say that before that match? Because I was getting kind of tired of it. I was too. I think before that match, they gave that feud another month, like it was a shot of life back into it because of the weird ending. <laughs> yeah, the weird ending. James Ellsworth comes down, uh, <laughs> helps Dean Ambrose, and then as soon as Ambrose starts climbing the ladder, he pushes the ladder down. Ambrose goes through some tables. AJ Styles, your new or not your new champion, your continuing champion. That's weird to say, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, Ellsworth getting involved. Uh, I uh, I don't know. That one made me feel weird. It just brings back memories of like the Daniel Bryan CM Punk feud, where like AJ St- or uh, AJ Lee was the focal point of the feud, or like the John Cena feuds for like a year, where John Laurinaitis was deciding every match. It's just like you know what. James Ellsworth, we didn't need another layer to James Ellsworth. We didn't need a big payoff moment with him. <laughs> right. We know, we know who he is at this point. We know he's, you know, the happy-go-lucky guy. He finally got a shot. And at, for some reason, he keeps getting wins over AJ Styles. We get it. And apparently that's why he interfered, he said on Talking Smack. Uh, yeah. he, he thinks he's got AJ Styles' number. And because he's guaranteed a world heavyweight title match, you know, he thinks he's going to go beat AJ Styles and get that title. Yeah, Tuesday. The match is Tuesday. Oh, they've they've confirmed that. Yeah, it's happening Tuesday. Oh, dear. <laughs> Ellsworth and Styles for the title. And then you know Ambrose is going to interfere or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ow. So, to me, to me, it's unfortunate that Styles and Ambrose put on that match, which was awesome. I'm going to quit saying phenomenal. It was awesome. And... Uh, they then Ellsworth gets involved. It's like, ah, oh, come on. I know. Just like let AJ win one clean. Like, you know, like. yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think the last time he won something clean. It was Maybe. even on the belt kicked Dean below the, in the groin. <laughs> right. And they, they had that triple threat match styles, Cena yeah. and Ambrose. I don't remember if that was clean either. I think it was. That might have been the one. But, I mean, triple threat match, you can kind of set that up. Yeah, he did something. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, okay, so that's where we're going from here with the world title is uh, Ellsworth is going to get his title shot. And uh, assuming he does not win the title because that would shock the world as well. uh, (sighs) I'm guessing Ambrose and Styles keep going. I don't know. Yeah, I think they'll do that up until the Rumble. See, it it makes sense, I feel like. I was expecting, because the rumors are that Undertaker's going to come back and face Styles for the title. I was expecting a Taker appearance, and it just never happened. Yeah, I know. I kind of was wondering about it, too. I'm curious to see what they do with Undertaker. Right, because he came back at the 900th episode and says, I'm back, and WrestleMania's not going to define me, and so on and so forth, and uh, just haven't seen him since. Maybe he's going to win the Rumble. Don't. Even. Eh. WrestleMania is not going to define me. Yeah, yeah. I could see it happening, I guess. Crap. That would, that would kind of bum me out. I don't want to see that happen. 
Yeah, because I've always seen the Rumble, not to divulge into something else, but why not? Screw it. Uh, I've always seen the Rumble as kind of a way to push an up-and-coming super, up superstar and not just, you know, here's the old guy, it's a.k.a. La- Batista. It's a launching pad for a guy right on the cusp of being a superstar. Right. When they gave it to Alberto Del Rio, I was like, whoa, did not see that coming. Who oh. is this guy? Oh, he's someone who I do not like. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, yeah, like a Sami Zayn. I think that would be awesome. I, I've, I've read those rumors as well that they're secretly pushing him because he's this he's the underground. No, I'm going to say it right. He's the underdog from the underground. There you go. <laughs> uh, I need more coffee. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I've read those rumors. I've read Shawn Michaels might come back. I've read maybe they'll just give it to Goldberg and let him win the title on his last match. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very confusing right now to see where they go at the Rumble. We don't uh, even know if it's a two-show show. Right, because in the past, when they've done the two shows, it's 15 from each. Yeah. And then the winner gets to pick which title they want to go for. Yeah, which is cool. Which is great. This guys switch shows, too. Right, which is kind of what I'm hoping. <laughs> Someone uh-huh. wins and goes to the other brand. Not saying who. Sami Zayn, SmackDown, just saying. I know. Cesaro needs to go to SmackDown, too, while we're on that topic. They could use those two guys. If he wins the Rumble, the internet oh. community would lose their minds. Yes. Yes, we would. <laughs> A.K.A. Cesaro, my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, I yeah, who knows? But yeah. So TLC in the books. Last paper I guess technically the last pay per view. Are they calling Roadblock a pay per view? Yeah, it's a pay per view now. Yep. Oh, okay. So never mind. Not the last pay per view of the year. My bad. <laughs> One more. Um so the last SmackDown Live exclusive pay per view of the year. There you go. Yeah, so, there it is. <laughs> I can sell. I can sell it. Uh, uh, last pay-per-view of the year for SmackDown Live. Overall, give me your grade for the event. You know, it was a, a solid B. A solid B. Uh, a couple weird endings, surprising endings, but five of the six matches were really solid and actually revolved around feuds. So, I mean, you can't hate that. Yeah, and honestly, that's where I was going to go with my grade as well. I was going to go B. Uh, you know, the, the ending at the... Title match was kind of weird, as you said. Uh, Nikki Bella and Carmella, uh, I have no words. Uh, but other than that, I, like you said, solid B. It's, it's, it's an average show. Or I guess B would be above average, wouldn't it? I don't yeah. know my grading yeah. scale. It's, yeah, it's average. a really solid show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really solid lucha thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I want to divulge in the next podcast to – the article you wrote, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, you say Brock Lesnar did not lose any credibility. Uh, I have questions for you, man. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll dive into that. Ben, the Raven, quickly give us your plugs for the uh, Court of Nerds. Court of Nerds. We can be found at thecourtofnerds.com on Facebook as the as Court of Nerds on Facebook. And then we're on Twitter as the Court of Nerds. And uh, check us out. We do... Comics, movies, TVs, wrestling, everything, tech, gaming, weekly podcast comes out on Wednesdays. Our website updates frequently. Check us out, thecourtofnerds.com. And I can vouch for everything you just said because they, the Court of Nerds, the whole group has somehow got me into comic books. 
which that's, <laughs> that's not my thing. But for whatever reason, every time they put something up, I've got to read it. So be sure to check them out. Be sure to check out thegeekiverse.com, uh, the underscore Geekiverse, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Tinder, Match.com, whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to find us on, we're there. <laughs> uh, for now, we're going to call it a call it a day, call it a podcast, call it a whatever. We'll see you around. All right.